0: hey guys welcome back to another episode of bible prophecy for today my name is Heather and today I want to talk about the tribulation and why is the tribulation so bad we hear all this talk about the tribulation the great tribulation all these things are gonna happen and all this stuff and these Christians are talking about the end days and the Bible talks about the end days what exactly is the end days what exactly is the tribulation well what, what is all this you know you may be asking yourself you may not know uh what the tribulation is and what the bible says about the tribulation so lots of stuff to talk about today but i'm going to break it down into a couple different episodes so part one uh which is going to be this episode is why is it so horrific and i'm going to do uh, uh some notes from uh, dr david jeremiah and just a little synopsis of what he thinks is so bad. Just a quick little list, and then we're going to jump into the book of Revelation, and I'm going to read chapter five, and then I'm going to start in chapter six, and I'm going to read uh, what the the seal judgments are, and who is it that opens these seal judgments? Who who is this? Who's doing all of this, and why? So we're going to start into that, and then the second part is going to be you know the trumpet judgments, the two witnesses we're gonna delve into that a little bit and then the third part is gonna be the bowl judgments and so there's a lot of stuff going on um, during uh, the Great Tribulation the book of Daniel chapter 927 actually tells us when the start of the Great Tribulation is when the start of the Tribulation actually starts the book of Daniel 927 tells us the exact day and time when it starts, and so that's what differentiates the second coming from Christ from the rapture of his believers, and so that's a that's a huge uh doctrinal thing right there. So when you look at it, um, you will know, and so when we talk about the rapture, we don't know um when the rapture is going to be. Now we'll know the season you know we'll know what season we're living in. Christ told us that uh, in the book of matthew uh, chapters twenty four but we won't know the day or the hour so you know we're not gonna know that if anybody ever tells you the day that well you can just tell them hey buddy you need to open up your bible because my bible says that nobody knows uh the time of christ's return not even jesus himself only god the father knows when he sends his son to come get his bride so let's jump in so let's run over here so i want to pull this up so this is dr david jeremiah if you guys don't follow him definitely go and check him out i have a study bible have a ton of his books um i do like uh david jeremiah so i'm reading out of his blog and you can find that at david jeremiah.blog forward slash what is the tribulation so so i'm going to skip on down here past the rapture of the church we're going to move on down here and this talks about um, the natural disasters will occur during the tribulation says five natural disasters will occur during the tribulation. Number one, which is great earthquakes in darkness. And Revelation 6 12 tells us, it says, behold, there was a great earthquake. It continues, the sun became black as sackcloth of it. You know what? Let's just hold up. Let's hold up. Let me go back and let's just start. Let's just start reading. So what I'm going to do, let's just do it this way. I kind of started backwards. Sorry about that, guys. I'm going to read out of the book of uh revelation and i'm going to read starting in chapter five because i think it's important to know what is going on who takes the scroll who opens it what's the scroll and all of that so we'll get like a a a little uh context here so it says the lamb takes the takes the scroll and i'm reading uh, the new king james version so chapter five and i saw in the right hand of him who sat on the throne a scroll written inside and on the back sealed with seven seals then I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, Who is worthy to open the scroll and to loose its seals? And no one in heaven or on the earth or under the earth was able to open the scroll or to look at it. So I wept much. This is John. John is on the island of Patmos, and Jesus Christ has given him this revelation. So this is John. And John says, So I wept much because no one was found worthy. To open and read the scroll or to look at it. But one of the elders said to me, Don't weep. Behold, the line of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has prevailed to open the scroll and to loose its seven seals. And I looked, and behold, in the midst of the throne and of the four living creatures, and in the midst of the elders stood a lamb as though it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. Then he came and took the scroll out of the right hand of him who sat on the throne. I wonder who that could be. That is Jesus Christ. So it says worthy is the lamb. This is uh, verse eight. Now when he had taken the scroll, the four living creatures and the 24 elders fell down before the lamb, each having a harp and golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayer of the saints. And they sang a new song saying you are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals for you were slain and have redeemed us to God by your blood and out of every tribe and tongue and people and nation and have made us Kings and priests to our God. And we shall reign on the earth. Then I looked and I heard the voice of many angels around the throne, the living creatures and the elders. And the number of them was 10,000 times ten thousands, and thousands of thousands. Saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. And every creature which is in heaven and on the earth and under the earth and such as are in the sea and all that are in them, I heard saying, Blessing and honor and glory and power be to him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb forever and ever. And then the four living creatures said, Amen. And the 24 elders fell down and worshiped him who lives forever and ever so i think it's important to have context and find out what's going on who's doing all this and why well we know who's doing this so jesus christ himself has taken the scroll which some people say is the title deed to the earth which is his so let's look at this so chapter six this is where it gets interesting people say the bible is not interesting are you kidding me have you read the bible (laughs) it's got everything in it love stories it's got everything drama uh betrayal oh so much so much so here we go let's start we go? sorry about that my dog my my phone was going off so first seal the conqueror so now i saw when the lamb opened one of the seals and i heard one of the four living creatures saying with a loud thunder come and see and i looked and behold a white horse he who sat on it had a bow and a crown was given to him and he went out conquering and to conquer. So most people think this is the Antichrist because he doesn't have he doesn't have any arrows, he doesn't have anything like that. Um but he is given a bow, but no arrows and he's on a white horse. So there you have that. The second seal which is conflict on earth. When he opened the second seal, I heard the second living creature saying, come and see another horse, fiery red, went out. And it was granted to the one who sat on it to take peace from the earth and that people should kill one another. And there was given to him a great sword, the third seal, which is scarcity on the earth. When he opened the third seal, I heard the third living creature say, come and see. So I looked and behold, a black horse and he who sat on it had a pair of scales in his hand. And I heard a voice in the midst of the four living creatures saying a quart of wheat for a denarius and three quarts of barley for a denarius and do not harm the oil and the wine. So that right there is a reference to if you go back and you look at um, what a denarius was or a denarius, which we'll pull it up here. And it tells us there's like an entire day's wage. So, you know, an entire day's wage. That's a lot. That's, and, and can you imagine you're going to get that for a quart of barley or, I'm sorry, three quarts of barley or a quart of wheat. So basically you're going to feed yourself for one day with an entire day's wage. And it says don't harm the oil or the wine. And so uh, people think that means like the rich people. Who's going to have oil and wine during this time? Only the wealthy people are going to have the oil and the wine. So think about that. And then the fourth seal, widespread death on earth when he opened the fourth seal and i heard the voice of the fourth living creature saying come and see so i looked and behold a pale horse And the name of him who sat on it was death and hades followed with him and power was given to them over a fourth of the earth to kill with sword with hunger with death and by the beasts of the earth i don't know if you guys have noticed but in africa another country with a wild beast god had put the fear of animals on had put the fear of people humans on animals you know back in in genesis but if you notice now you know wild animals aren't so afraid of humans anymore do a little bit research on that and you might be like huh what's going on well i think this is beginning to turn right so then the fifth seal the cry of the martyrs when he opened the fifth seal i saw under the altar the souls of those who had been slain the word of god and for the testimony which they held and they cried with a loud voice saying how long O lord holy and true until you judge and avenge our blood on those who dwell on the earth then a white robe was given to each of them and it was said to them that they should rest a little while longer until both the number of their fellow servants and their brethren who would be killed as they were was completed and of course the sixth seal which is cosmic disturbances I looked when he opened the sixth seal and behold, there was a great earthquake and the sun became black as sackcloth of hair and the moon became like blood and the stars of heaven fell to the earth and the fig tree drops its slate figs when it is shaken by a mighty wind. Then the earth, I'm sorry, then the sky receded as a scroll when it is rolled up and every mountain and island was moved out of its place. Think of that. Every mountain and island was moved out of its place. And the kings of the earth, the great men, the rich men, the commanders, the mighty men, every slave, and every free man, hid themselves in the caves and in the rocks of the mountains. And he said and said to the mountains and the rocks, fall on us, and hide us from the faith of him or from the face of him who sits on the throne and from the wrath of the lamb. for the great day of his wrath has come, and who is able to stand. So I ask you the great day of whose wrath? The wrath of the Lamb of God, that is Jesus. It says Jesus' wrath being poured out upon the earth. And so think to yourself as you and me, born again believers in Christ. If you're not, you better make that decision super fast. But as believers, Christ has told us we are his bride. And he also told us we are not meant for his wrath. Now, go back and look at uh, the story about the virgins. They had the ten virgins or, or the seven virgins. I forgot how many. And they had their oil and their lamps, right? And then they had the other ones. And they weren't prepared. They didn't have oil in their lamps. And kind of read that story. If you haven't seen the movie, um, uh, oh, what is it? Um, Before the Wrath. There we go. If you haven't seen the movie Before the Wrath, uh, take a chance and go. Uh, take Take about an hour and a half or whatever and watch that movie. I'm telling you you have a greater understanding of uh why the rapture what the rapture is and why it occurs uh before the wrath of god so anyway number seven this is we'll get into this we'll get into this a little later um this is uh talking about well we'll go and talk about it now it's the sealed of israel and so you hear all these um pagan religions false religions heretics heresies and all these people You haven't seen the 144,000 are the only people going to heaven, the Jehovah Witnesses, but we're going to knock on your door. We're going to tell you, you know, just in case I'm not one of the ones and you're 144,000 so you can go to heaven. Like, really? No. The 144,000 is clearly explained right here in Revelation chapter 7, and I'm going to read it to you. So, after these things I saw four angels standing at the four corners of the earth, holding the four winds of the earth that the wind should not blow on the earth on the sea or on any tree then i saw another angel ascending from the east having the seal of the living god and he cried with a loud voice to the four angels to whom it was granted to harm the earth and the sea saying do not harm the earth the sea or the trees till we have sealed the servants of our god on their foreheads and i heard the number of those who were sealed 144,000 of all the tribes of the children of Israel were sealed. So there's Judah, Reuben, Gad, Asher, Naphtali, uh, Manasseh, Simeon, Levi, Issachar, Zebulun, Joseph, and Benjamin. 12,000 from each of those tribes were sealed. That is 144,000. That, my dear friends, is where the 144,000 sealed comes from in the book of Revelation. And it greatly tells you pretty plain you can't get any clearer than that tells you who they are are they're thousand from each of the tribe of israel so we go on it says a multitude from the great tribulation and after these things i looked and beheld a great multitude which no one could number of all the nations tribes peoples and tongues standing before the throne and before the lamb clothed with white robes with palm branches in their hands and crying out with a loud voice saying salvation belongs to our god who sits on the throne into the lamb all the angels stood around the throne and the elders and the four living creatures and fell on their faces before the throne and worshiped god saying amen which means so be it blessing and glory and wisdom thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our god forever and ever amen then one of the elders answered, saying to me who are these arrayed in white robes and where do they come from This is John asking. So this is the Apostle John. He's on the island of Patmos and he's seen this revelation where Jesus has caught him up into the heavens to see this. Right? And he goes, so then one of the elders answered him and he said, you know, um, saying to me, who are these? Right? And so he said to them, sir, you know. He says, um, so he said to me, these are the ones who come out of the great tribulation and wash their robes and made them white in the blood of the lamb before they are or I'm sorry, therefore they are before the throne of God and serve him day and night in his temple. And he who sits on the throne will dwell among them. They shall neither hunger anymore nor thirst anymore. The sun shall not strike them nor any heat. For the lamb who is in the midst of the throne will shepherd them and lead them to living fountains of water. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Folks, we have so much to look forward to. So what comes next? Well, next is the prelude to the seven trumpets so i'm going to read this and then i'm going to save the trumpets for part two but let's read this this is the prelude so this is chapter 8 verse 1 out of the book of revelation when he opened the seal when he opened the seventh seal there was silence in heaven for about half an hour think about that silence in heaven for half an hour and i saw the angel And i saw the seven angels who stand before god and to them were given seven trumpets then another angel having a golden censer came and stood at the altar he was given much incense that he should offer it with the prayers of all the saints upon the golden altar which was before the throne and the smoke of the incense with the prayers of the saints ascended before god from the angel's hand then the angel took the censer filled it with fire from the altar and threw it to the earth and there were noises thunderings lightnings and an earthquake so the seven angels who had the seven trumpets prepared themselves to sound so we're gonna end there now think of all that already already this is just the beginning of sorrows this is just the beginning of the tribulation so it says so let's jump over here now we'll read Uh, what David Jeremiah has to say. So I'm going to skip on down to his blog here. It says, five natural disasters will occur during the tribulation. The first one was great earthquakes and darkness. Like we said, you know, behold, the sun became black, as sackcloth, of hair, and the moon became like blood. So when Jesus died on the cross, the whole earth darkened at midday. When God judged Egypt, there was a blackness of night. When the Lord descended at Mount Sinai, the mountain was shrouded in black clouds. Likewise, darkness will fall on the onset of the tribulation period number two the stars will follow the sky the stars of the heavens fell to the earth that's revelation six thirteen. the word star here is the greek word aster and it refers to luminous bodies in the sky other than the sun and moon these quote stars are not the distant stellar objects we know as stars more likely this refers to a cluster of asteroids that will pummel the earth number three the mountains and islands will move every mountain and island was moved out of its place that's revelation six fourteen. when the asteroids strike the earth the earth's crust may be so disturbed by the impact that significant segments of it will begin to slip and slide over the earth's mantles according to dr henry morris anyone living above such shifting will observe the heavens appearing to move in the opposite directions as if they are being rolled up kind of like the scroll right so Number four, the oceans will become blood. As Revelation 8, 8 through 9 explains, a great mountain burning with fire will be cast into the sea. The sea will become blood and one third of all sea life will die. In addition, one third of all ships will be destroyed. The far-reaching implications of these judgments are beyond our understanding. Someone has reasoned that the oceans occupy about three-fourths of the earth's surface, so the extent of uh, of this judgment will be staggering. The pollution of the water and the death of so many sea creatures will vastly affect the balance of ocean life. This will happen to one-third of the saltwater bodies uh, of the entire world. Number five, the water will become poison. So next, freshwater supplies will be affected. They will become bitter and cause many people to die, Revelation 8, 10 through 8. The instrument of judgment will be a great star known as Wormwood this literal star or meteor hurtling through space will sideswipe earth turning one-third of the earth's water into a deadly poisonous liquid rivers springs and wells will all be affected so folks this is what is coming this is only the beginning of the tribulation we haven't even got to the bold judgments yet so i will go ahead and read those since he he mentioned those in his blog so see the first trumpet the first trumpet is a vegetation struck right the first angel sounded and hail and fire followed mingled with blood Now, they were thrown to the earth and a third of the trees were burned up and all green grass was burned up the second trumpet which is the seas were struck then the second angel sounded and something like a great mountain burning with fire was thrown into the sea and a third of the sea became blood and a third of the living creatures in the sea died and a third of the ships were destroyed then the third trumpet which is the waters mm-hmm Then the third angel sounded, and a great star fell from heaven, burning like a torch. And it fell on a third of the rivers and on the springs of the earth. I'm sorry, the springs of the water. The name of the star is Wormwood, and a third of the waters became Wormwood. And many men died from the water because it made them bitter. It was made bitter. The water was made bitter. So the fourth trumpet, um, the heavens struck. So then the fourth angel sounded and a third of the sun was struck a third of the moon a third of the stars so that a third of them were darkened. A third of the day did not shine and likewise the night. And I looked and I heard, listen to this folks. And I looked and I heard an angel flying through the midst of heaven saying with a loud voice, woe, woe, woe to the inhabitants of the earth because of the remaining blast of the trumpet of the three angels who are about to sound woo, folks it's going to get bad so we're going to save that part until until part two so then we'll move on to part two with the fifth trumpet now will just give you a little bit of a little bit of a a precursor to what that's going to be about the locust from the bottomless pit is included in this the angels from the euphrates is in this the mighty angel with the little book and then of course much more to come after that and then you have the two witnesses. We'll probably try to include that into part 2 and then uh when I come into part 3, we'll start with, you know, the bold judgments. Well, part 3 will actually be about the woman, the dragon, and the child. That's really interesting. So Revelation is um man, it's it's it is a power-packed, drama-filled book that God has given us. And so You know another thing with revelation it's the only book where god promises a blessing to you if you read it and heed it so just get into the book and read trust me if you are a believer in christ if you are a born-again believer in christ you have his holy spirit living inside of you so it is the revelation of jesus christ this means he wants you to know what's coming he has told you beforehand so if anybody tells you that you can't understand the book of revelation well you just like whatever don't listen to them don't listen to them ask the holy spirit for guidance and he will guide you into all truth ask god to help you to understand and he will he's going to tell you exactly what you need to know he is going to help you to understand that and he will reveal it to you so ask the lord to help you and he will and i want to end this quick one on um the gospel of christ so if you have not accepted christ as your savior you have all this to look forward to okay we as believers will be yanked out of here before this and i'm going to do i'm going to try to do an episode on that too on you know the difference between the the pre-wrath post-wrath pre-trib post-trib mid-trib all that stuff i want i want to do one um, if you want to, you can go actually check out, um, he's um, Andy Woods. And so if you haven't uh, looked into him, go check out Andy Woods. He's actually got a PowerPoint. Uh, it's deanbibleministries.org. So that is dean as in D-E-A-N. So you can go to deanbibleministries.org. And there's a huge like PowerPoint that breaks down what the rapture is, and it breaks down all the different viewpoints. And another thing, if you wanted to, you can always go to gotquestions.org. Top in pre-trib, post-trib, whatever you want to know, and they are very doctrinally sound, and you're going to find a really good answer there. So, but anyway, if you were not saved, I implore you, please don't wait another moment. The Bible says, if anybody tells you you have to do this, 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 this to be saved, no. i tell you what the Bible says. The Bible says, we have all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, and the wages of sin is death, and that's what we deserve. But, god in his infinite mercy and his love sent his son jesus christ to pay the penalty of our sin on the cross christ loved us so much that he did jesus came and obeyed the father he died on the cross for you and me his blood is what sa- his blood is atones for our sin he was the ultimate sacrifice he is and was the sacrifice so remember that we deserved hell we deserved god's wrath but instead god sent his son in jesus christ Took our punishment upon himself on the cross from God. So remember that. So, but if anybody tells you all the stuff that you had to pay this and do this and whatever, no, it is a free gift. Jesus Christ has already done it when he's on the cross. He said it's finished. And so the Bible says, Jesus says, anybody who calls upon the name of the Lord Jesus Christ shall be saved. So there you have it in a nutshell. You call on the name of the Lord Jesus, he will save you. Say, Jesus, please save me, and he will. Ask him to forgive you of your sins. He will forgive you of your sins. And guess what? You are a brand new creature in Christ. So the Bible says. Brand new. All your sin is gone. Everything is gone. You're dead. All that stuff is gone. And you are brand new. So remember that, folks. So anyway, we need to get off of here. And I just pray that uh I pray that if, you know, if you if you ever wanted to know what the truth or what the Bible says, is get into the word of God. And I pray that somehow some of my rambling uh, you know, may may uh pique your curiosity to read the bible um anyway and i just pray that the holy spirit can use this uh program to touch the lives of those um who may not have heard uh the gospel maybe you know be an encouragement to other believers who are out there especially all over the world and so uh i pray for i pray for all my brothers and sisters all of you guys in japan and china china has a huge underground church we should be praying for our brothers and sisters in china you know in japan in russia ukraine you know the uk outside of london um ireland everywhere everywhere you know saudi arabia uh kenya all places i see i see believers from all over and you know just know that i'm praying for you guys i'm praying for the peace of god uh you know just to just to you know for the the lord to you know give you give give you all his peace you know not not the world's peace not that peace but the peace of jesus christ himself and uh with that guys get in the word of god let the word of god get into you and maranatha lord jesus come quickly lord jesus thank you all so much for listening and as always if you have any questions or concerns or anything if you just want to whatever reach out to me whatever um, I'll do my best to get back to you. It's Bible Prophecy, the number four today dot com. That's Bible Prophecy with a C Y P R O P H E C Y number four today uh, dot com. So with that, God bless you all.